Start the fucking show, we. Okay, start the show. Hello, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that was a shit segue. Uh, hello, how are you all today? It's the Moto PG podcast, and we are recovering from the rise of the undead zombie Ridge, <laughs> who has come. To haunt us all, the Count, as we now will be called, has risen, and Alex Marquez has made me eat lots of shit. Hello, <laughs> Tanzan McClatchin. He's made me eat lots of shit, too. He has. Are you eating some shit up there in the Hunters of the Valley there, Boris Mikhailovich? Oh, yeah. Shit, Jesus. Who would have imagined that? You know, really. I mean, I, I get the thing that he did all right in the wet race, but he did it in the dry as I well. What is that shit? I what, don't know. Pooch must have been. Did pump some, some brother blood into him? Did he did he give him something special at night? or They've injected him with stem cells or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he, that was brilliant. It was a great race. Yeah. And we've got so much to talk about, and we're going to get to this. Hey, listen, I... I it's Aragon. It's the mythical city of Arab- Aragons. And uh, Boris, have you got some history there for us, bloke? I do. I do. Um, the Grand Premio Fuck Mitchell and de Aragon, as it was known, <laughs> um, is actually, I always thought Aragon That's was named called. after that half-bred elf that was played by Vin Diesel in Lord of the Rings, you know, the sequel <laughs> to Fast and was, Furious. Was Vin and- Diesel in this one? <laughs> Yeah, Vin Vin Mortison Diesel. Oh, Vegar Morgenstern. Uh, yeah, his brother, whatever. Vigo. <laughs> Vin Vigo smashed that out of the park. He looked really cool fighting with a sword, but I was wrong. Yes. You see, it's all, all, all comes from Catherine of Aragon, and no, she was not Vin's wife in Lord of the Rings. That was Liv Tyler, Steve Tyler's sister. Anyway, I most people will know Catherine as the first wife of King Henry VIII of England. Right. Yeah, so and she was originally married to Henry's older brother Arthur, who was the one who pulled the sword from the stone. Remember? Hello, Mister Johnson. Right. Not that Arthur. <laughs> anyway, she was promised to 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 Arthur when she was three, which three. wasn't really weird because she was only two at the time, so of an age. And they eventually <laughs> they eventually got married when she was sixteen. But then, oh dear, Arthur was sent to go and was was sent to go and have an argument with some, with, the, with the Scottish people because you know the Scottish people are very argumentative. Anyway, she went with him and they both became sick with something called the sweating disease, which is like COVID nineteen, except you died in three hours instead of ten days. In fact, we got it easy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so she eventually woke up from a coma, and, and Arthur did not wake up from a coma, and the poor cunt was dead at sixteen, That's which sad. was way after he pulled the sword out of the stone and Lancelot rooted Winterbeer behind his back. I don't think it's the same Arthur. How many Arthurs can there be? This is so interesting. Look it up. Look history, it up. bitches. One history. That's the one. Yeah. <laughs> history, mate. I hope people are taking notes and they can so, use this for school assignments. Yeah, yeah. So when mate, I'm here to help students, ask me, I'll tell you. Yeah. So then Arthur's little brother, Henry, decided that now that he was heir to the throne, he'd have a crack at the big brother's missus, as you do. As you do. Yeah. Now he's dead. He's not using her anymore. Nah. Then they then they had to get the Pope to declare the marriage a null because they were all filthy Catholics in those days. Right? <laughs> As you do. But there goes the Catholic demographic. I'm still uh, You're still a filthy Catholic, yes, aren't you? I'm still a filthy one Catholic. And yes, I said that word because I'm allowed to. I don't care who you are, keep please continue. So anyway, the the Pope the, the, the whole reason behind this was because Henry had never uh, had never banged her, right? Yes. Um 
Catherine promised the Pope that she'd never banged Arthur either, and Henry wanted to bang her, so the Pope said, okay, you can marry your brother-in-law. But Henry rooted her then. So she had six babies, only one survived, a daughter called Mary. Henry was pissed about that because everyone knows that in England in the 1500s, girls were only useful to give birth to boys and to cement alliances with France. Yes, that's right? true. Oh, yes. So once she could no longer be used as a baby factory, Henry decided he wanted to marry a newer, younger model with a smaller bum and told the Pope he wanted to get married again. The Pope said he wasn't allowed, no. so Henry told the Pope to get fucked yes. and started his own, own church, right. which he was the boss of. So then he could tell himself how often he'd get divorced and remarried because that was going to be the rules of his awesome new church. Yeah. Catherine was pissed, but she ended up better off than Henry's other wives, so that was a little bonus. Her. At least he didn't kill her. Nah. No, he didn't, but he put her in a oh, – it was terrible. So anyway, she went and lived out of days in a castle somewhere and was nice and, and stuff and people liked her and she set up shelters with people with syphilis and gave them money and let the homeless crash in her barn and watch telly and lived to the ripe old age of 51, <laughs> which was a pretty good innings back then. So, And when you look at the famous big rock wall at Aragon – Yes, like that, I love that uh, wall. Finally, we're getting to the right bit. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. There is one large stone there which a local say is a spitting image of Catherine's face. Oh. Now, I don't know how they could know that, but the Aragonese are a fighting bunch of motherfuckers, so I'm not going to argue with them. No, no you cannot I, do that. No, I wouldn't so argue that's with that, anyway. Right? Arguments, arguments have been funny. There has been some unpleasantness, and uh, oh. for our <laughs> followers, you would know that – Somebody has some serious butt hurt. <laughs> and you know what? I don't want to even mention this bastard's name. No, we won't talk about because it. Because he doesn't know what he's talking about. No, but he'll be listening. Because <laughs> I, hope, I hope you are. You, you, I feel very sorry for him. Yes. You know, it's like... You gotta. It, you, I don't know. We we, are, we This is not. When, this when, this podcast wogs, is not. Can we reach the time when even wogs cannot call each other wogs? Yes. Or call other wogs wogs because somehow in some people's brains that empowers wog haters. Look, Nick Giannopoulos, who made Wog Boy and Wogs Out of Work, would yes. be turning in his grave if he was dead. Give this show is two thirds <laughs> Listen, I know <laughs> I know many Italian Australians. I know many of them, and you know, it back in the seventies, they turned it around. In the late seventies and the early eighties, they turned it around. They turned they turned what was thought of as a derogatory word, and they owned it. That's right. They owned it, and Absolutely. this is the best way to stop racism. This is the best way to stop the bullshit is to own the word and laugh at it and now and own it and that's what they do and that's what they've done and it's a wonderful thing yes. and we are not racist here and if you don't like it it's a podcast I'm going to tell you right now it's very very easy fuck off <laughs> <laughs> I don't know the proper English word so I'm just going to say this now fuck the fuck off <laughs> Because you can make jokes about anybody and, like, Australians don't get upset when you make jokes about Australians. Have you got any Australian jokes? We've got a bunch. Actually, one of our uh, South African friends. It's it's just playing. Like, the the fucking hell. This is not – it's how you say it. It's not – it's the intent. That's what it is. Absolutely. But I thought it was interesting that an old mate who wrote to some – so, long story short, somebody wrote to some of our sponsors and complained that we're racist. And our sponsors (laughs) – our sponsor said, huh? What? What? 
Who cares? It's a fucking great show. They sell lots of shit for us. But we, but they don't clearly don't care that we're sexist and misogynist and <laughs> all the other things that we say. But and Are you, yes, well, interestingly, someone pointed out to me on Facebook the other day that uh, the South Africans apparently call us shackle draggers because I, I didn't really get what it meant at first, but. Because Australia was growing oh, yes, out of a the convict, yeah, we're penal colony, yes. right? So shackles, dragging your shackles along the ground, and calls us shackle draggers. I thought I that was kind hilarious. They like that better than skippies. I did too. I thought it was it's good. Got, it's got some. It's got some verb. It's yeah. got some some brio. But I don't take some... offence at that. It's just fucking good no. fun. No, what the fuck, right? Anyway, so, uh, old mate will be listening. I'm sure. Just to... yeah, good on you, old mate. We'll have a beer one day. Yes. <laughs> yes, exactly right. Hey, Fredo. Yes. You, <laughs> Fredo cracked a joke one day, and he didn't even realise he was cracking a joke. I thought he was going to end up in prison by the federal cops. Do you remember that time when we got stopped at customs trying to get in the country? I do. And, and they nearly didn't let you in? No. They asked me if I was a convicted felon. Yeah. <laughs> and I said I didn't know it was still a requirement. <laughs> <laughs> They almost didn't let me in the poof the bastard. Oh, sorry, I just insulted somebody else. (laughs) I say that with the utmost respect. And love. Oh, I'd love. And love. (laughs) Well, we didn't get in trouble last week for the Liberace joke. That was fine. But he was. Hey, here's a joke for you. What's the difference difference between an Australian wedding and an Australian funeral? I don't know. There's one less drunk at the funeral. Uh, hey, what do you call an Australian at the finals of the Football World Cup? Referee. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what does a bogan mean? A bogan. A yes. bogan's like a. Remember, we explained to you what a Karen was. Yes. The other week. Yes, I it's do. like a Karen. So it's a guy that's you know he's into his cars and he you know probably wears thongs a, a, and a, a singlet. Simple, simple salt of the earth kind of guy. So you know, how, yeah. how do you know if you're a bogan? You know, well, if you. If your childhood hero was Jim Beam, you're probably, <laughs> probably a bogan. Yeah. Or if you yeah. think if, the French if you know Riviera every racing driver, if you know every racing driver at Bathurst, yeah, ah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Or if or if you think the French Riviera is one of them fancy foreign cars, or if you've got more than seven McDonald's wrappers in your car, yeah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> you got it. Yeah. I know these people. You All got right. it. Forget it, everybody. We're just here to have fun and talk us some racing. We love everybody. So let's get to the racing. Oh, yeah. and what racing. Hey, do you remember Before last we get week? To the racing, we have to speak about the plague. And, yeah. And the oh, has the, the plague. plague. So do you remember last week I gave you that stat that said it was Rossi's worst season ever? It's and Fredo, just, you it said. It just got worse. And Fredo, you said, oh, it's not finished yet. <laughs> yeah. It's not it finished. That's right. Got and worse. you don't know who's going to get it next. That's right. I mean, you know, it does affect the old and the weak. So, uh, <laughs> sorry, Valentino. Oh, oh. <laughs> But, oh. but who's going to get it next? I know Bradley Smith's not going, to, not going to get it because he's so unpopular that fucking disease won't go anywhere near him. <laughs> and, and and I was thinking, I was thinking, because, you know, I do things. I Sometimes I think. And I'm thinking, if Luca Marini, his half a brother, he get it, does he only get half of it? <laughs> <laughs> it only affects one side of his body. <laughs> I don't know. Co- COVID. Seven point two, right? But, but you know he get it, and and you know you know who else he get it. He's Uchio got it. Uchio got it. So yeah. you Uchio know got... what those bastards are going to be saying now? Uchio, he 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 he. <laughs> there they are. Uchio got it. He's a best friend. Yeah, Antonio Bolino well, uh, got it. But they're all uh, right together. That's why he get it. Apparently, uh, one of the asparagus brothers lost his shit because uh, Rossi went to his girlfriend Francesca's. 
27th birthday the other week. But and the, two days was later, like, he was diagnosed with COVID. Yes, but her birthday was in February. The, 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 that's what the whole bullshit because the, yeah. the, the photos were from February, you dumb well, bastard. Well, asparagus is clearly causing trouble. No, asparagus came out and made a dickhead of himself, as he does. No. <laughs> weekly. No. You're Again? a dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. But Tony Abellino's got it too, and and Tony Funky Abellino, Funky Abellino. But he he was actually in the fight to to win the championship. Yes, but the pooch, uh, not the pooch, the Linda Jarvis. He say he not going to replace him. He doesn't have to because he's ten days. Replace Rossi? Yeah, yes, yeah. Ten days before the next race, you don't have to, and he doesn't have to because. Oh, but I wish he did. George yeah, would George come back. George, 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 <laughs> George. Oh, why George. could not we not see George come back? It would be great. Uh, you know who else we didn't see come back? Marquez. <laughs> no, there's no sign. A big of it. one. Oh, you, you you should have seen the, the hysteria that was being generated on social media by so-called in the know people. Oh, he'll be back at Aragon for sure. And we go, no, he won't. He won't. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely, he's gonna come back at Aragon. No, 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 no. Shut up. No. <laughs> so <laughs> Jack Miller's bad luck last week continued when he <laughs> left the track. Yeah, it did. He ran over a, a steel bar or something in his hire car and got stuck <laughs> on the side of the road in France. He had to spend an extra night in France. <laughs> That's not good. No, it wasn't good. Yeah. But I think they got him another car. He left, his, got him on his, he left his Audi sitting at the side of the road. <laughs> I always thought he had an innie, but he's apparently he's got, got an, an Audi. Audi. Yes. Oh. <laughs> Hey. Petrucci got stung by a oh giant hornet. God, right did in the you see? If he has, his head wasn't big enough already. <laughs> if you have, if you haven't seen it, I put a photo of him up on uh, on my Facebook page. You can go and have a look. But he didn't get stung by a mosquito no. or, or a bee. A fucking hornet. A hornet. <laughs> how far? How far is your luck? The size if you get of your thumb, the horrible bastard. But how did it? How did it sting him on the fucking forehead without him realizing it was there? I don't know. But finally, the fat bastard knows what it feels like with something eating him instead. <laughs> what a change! <laughs> <laughs> Good on you, Danilo. Good to uh, see the swelling's gone down and you could get your helmet on. Hey Fredo, last week yes. you were you were going. You had to stay up one night till two in the morning to go to a Andrea Iannone press conference. Yes, I did. I speak to him. So what happened? Nothing. <laughs> what an, I said, what an I, said that that I don't know what he's going to talk about because nothing's going to happen, and I was right. Nothing fucking happened. Another month. He, he just decides uh, he's uh, very uh, grateful to Aprilia and uh, for for not uh, for hanging on in there with him, and that he loves them. He loves them. But what else he going to say? He, he can't say much. And then they, they tell him to fuck off for one more month. I cannot believe these bodies. What the people? It, it, you, it really has become vindictive. It's they, like they're almost vindictive. They are. They need to make example. They already say to him, we accept the fact that you didn't take the drug. It was just the hormones in the meat in Malaysia from the orangutans and the palm oils. But I, I don't know. Maybe I don't know. You don't know. We have to get onto the dirty badger about this one and find out what they're in, what else they're injecting over there. But the poor bastard. He just wants to ride and look funky and sexy. The, the problem that he's got is WADA, <laughs> the organisation WADA, the World Anti-Doping Association, they, they don't just do motorcycle, right? they do the Olympics, they do everything, and they have standardised penalties. They're like so vampires. A- when you invite them in, that's it. You cannot get rid of them. Yeah, exactly they, right. they, they need to, you know, 
it's not clear. Nothing's clear, and I don't like this. But it creates a problem now for Aprilia yes. because they've publicly said that they will stick by Iannone until there's a result, and we've now been told that it's another month until there's a result. So you've got potentially Cal Crutchlow, pot- yes. potentially Andrea De Vizioso has been talked about with links to Aprilia. That's not yes. going to happen. They can't afford him. But well, they can. But well, this is no. This is this is not true. The the, the Aprilia uh, are owned by the uh, Piaggio 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 Group, and yeah. the Piaggio Group got more motherfucking money than yeah, any they do. of those bastards. They do, but they don't give that much to their racing department. No, they if don't. If they open the coffers, maybe they they can. Yeah, maybe. Maybe they can. But at the end of the day, they've publicly said they'll stick by Andrea until they have a result, which means they can't do anything for another month now. They have to wait. And and, and and good on them. You know, that's exactly what they should be doing. They shouldn't be throwing the poor bastard under a bus. They should say, yeah, we're going to be with him. Because, you know, now and again, you know, the maniac produces some decent rides. He's not bad. He's you know, entertaining. Like He's colourful. To have. Yes. And we need more colourful people. He's full gangster, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he is. But Cal is waiting in the wings. Yeah, He's he waiting. They are, uh, the Pooch, the Pooch give him, uh, offer him a ride in the super bikes. And he says no. Yeah, fuck off. Fuck off, put. <laughs> he's not the first person to say that. No, he's not. I've said it many times. Yeah. Fuck off, the pooch. I don't want to go to the superbike. Screw you, pooch. Uh, we need to talk about the fucking weather. <sighs> yeah, how, how about that weather there? Eh? The compulsory fucking weather <laughs> conversation. Now, fuck, I don't... Cold uh, yes, but I don't get it because it's only a couple of weeks or so from when they normally have it. Yeah, it's not that different. And, and I know it's, it's it's in the fucking desert, this Aragon's place, because there's, you know, you know why? Because this is, you know, do you ever watch The, the Good, The Bad and The Ugly? Yes. On, yeah, and well, the Spaghetti yeah. Westerns? Yes. It was all well, shot there, All the it? Spaghetti Westerns were shot there. Yeah. They you know were, why because they it were looked, looked like America. That's why. You know why they shot it there too? Because they got fucking vultures. Did you see the vultures circling in the sky above the racetrack? I did see. If you if you got it recorded, you go back and have a look when they're on the podium. You won't believe when they're on the on the grid and the the helicopter shot. You see four or five guys on top of the uh, the, the, the platform, the, study, the, the platform. scaffolding. Yeah. Yes, no, 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 on top of the uh, the the Peter line. Oh yeah, and the, on the top of the building with the automatic weapons to shoot the. I don't know what they're doing. Maybe shoot at the vultures. I the vultures know. if the well, vultures come down. No, I think I it's... Mean, I maybe yeah. they were looking for Ian Oney, just in case yeah, he come back. Yeah, or who's done dead. Well, it's funny. Whenever you Can't see somebody... kill him. Well, nope. every, every time you see somebody crash, have you noticed how fast the marshals run out at Aragon? I think they run out so quickly so that the vultures don't come down and start pecking their fucking eyeballs out while they're lying in the gravel think, truck. I'm telling you, there were vultures. You know, they look at the Fox Sports you know, telecasts. They were vacant. Yeah, you know, cutting to the vultures. It was un- amazing. But I the, loved it. The cold weather is it caused so many problems for good old Michelin. Yes, we're going to talk about them shortly. So we'll, we'll, we, uh, we'll come to that. Gave, it, it, gave him a hard time, and they pushed all the racing back in Australia. The race didn't start till midnight. I know. Yeah, they had to push they, everything they had back. Pre practice one start at the normal time. Then it was so cold and miserable. Except Fabio, who had once again had his leathers unbuttoned to his penis. Yes. <laughs> Yes, he has to show the sexiness. <laughs> Everyone else, yeah, Iannone's wearing a tea cozy on his head and everything but a rug over his shoulders. And, you know, Fabio's running around topless. Fantastic. Well, it didn't work because no. in, the, in the cold weather, oh, my God, did he have a couple of beauties. 
he had oh, he first he he, he screwed the the right hip, but then he has another bigger one, and he, he broke screwed all the, the left hip. He's all the walking, pelvises were broke. He did. He walked around like he was sodomized by a camel. <laughs> You know, I know these French foreign legion bastards, they like this, but come on. Oh, now you've picked on the French. Oh, sorry. See, we're going to uh, get in more trouble. Oh, uh, yes, yes. Now, yes. Yeah, now he's insulted the French foreign legion, all of whom are known killers and will come after us all. Yeah, yeah exactly right. <laughs> they have to get a sense of humour. But seriously, turn, turn two at that track is really problematic oh, when it's yes. cold because you've got that massive long straight, which is about, what's that, 700 metres, 800 metres, that yes, straight? Yes, And then they go into the long left-hander, then another straight, then another left-hander, and then they hit turn two, which is a right-hander, and they haven't used the right side of the tyre for about a kilometre and a half. That's right. And, yeah, and that, that and turn 14, that's the two that bite them. Yeah, that's so, right. So they push every session back so it's a warmer, and finally Dovi goes, ha-ha, I can get this. <laughs> no. And Petrucci went. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't think so. And Petrucci, there's the caravan, the bastard, and and he. Yes. He we'll, we'll talk about qualifying in a minute. Hey, up. hey, Bori. Yeah. Our wonderful sponsor at Hell. They've they've oh, got some oh, yes, some yes. shit going on, haven't they? Howard, yes. They yeah. have. Nice they try, have. by the way. Ask Holly. You didn't get rid of our sponsors. We love them. <laughs> <laughs> they love us, apparently. <laughs> yes. Well. Uh, made in Germany um, stands behind us like the rock wall of Aragon blokes. The gear it imports is second to none. It has some great deals going with Held Racing Gear at the moment, as well as those amazing Schubert lids. Yes, I like the, the Schubert helmet. And the world's best bike boot, Daytona. And I think they've added Pinlock in there somewhere as well. And they sent me a statement that they'd like me to read. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. So the statement goes, these are some of the safest products you can buy when it comes to motorcycling apparel. Yeah. And that is true. That is true. We have furthered our commitment with MotoPG by continuing into the 2021 season. Oh, oh my God. Hey. Hey. Made in Germany. Good for you. And they're continuing it with, we're continuing it with 50 MPA of concrete, just like our forefathers have done before they built this great <laughs> Australian nation. <laughs> I uh, love these so guys. Any, uh, Thank you very much. If you'd like to purchase any of the above products mentioned, please call 1300 916 916 or email info at mig.bike. That's info at mig.bike. And remember, Shoppers, there's only eight weeks to Christmas. Yes, oh. yes. I hadn't so thank you to Made in Germany. We Th appreciate your support. We as do. Always. Thank you very much. And make sure you tell your wife, your girlfriend, your children, everybody, this is what I want for Christmas. Yes. Buy me this one. <laughs> That's the one. So qualifying, bitches. Yes. Oh, my. Well, how pissed was Dovey? Dovey was really cranky at Petrucci. It's like, how, how dare you follow me around? Is that why he tossed the glove into the wall? That's become quite a theme at Ducati. Yeah. Like the yes. Of the glove. It's the new yes. thing. It's, the, 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 it's going to be the, the world tossing the glove championships. It's the only thing I they're going to win. that's what we should do at, at, at one of our first um, a glove tossing See how far you can toss a glove. Yeah, we'll, we'll, get a, we'll get a held glove, and the bloke who can toss it the furthest <laughs> wins it. <laughs> I think it's great. Oh, that's a great idea. Yeah, it's a great I'll get on. I'll I get like, on the main like and see if I'll donate some fabulous fans. Can you frisbee them, or do you have to like throw them like Dovi and Jack did? With you have to try and stick them to the wall. <laughs> <laughs> we can play pin the glove on the mechanic. Pin, pin. <laughs> <laughs> you have to hit. You have to hit Gigi in the eyebrow. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. 
to be fabulous. Oh. I can't wait for our first live event, everybody. Uh, hey, but do you do you think Dovey was was right in being upset? I I think he's just being a pain in the ass. Oh, I agree. Like, fuck off, dickhead! Right? It's you know, it's not like it's every like man a for himself. Petrucci's on. Petrucci's Leave got a alone. job to do. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Just like then go faster. You want to get the, You want you want to win? Go faster. Yeah. Well, I've got to say though, Moto Three was that was a fucking debacle watching qualifying in Moto Three. That was just stupid. In qualifying yeah, that's one, ridiculous. I agree. Qualifying one, McPhee was going to be the fastest guy in qualifying one, and they all just sat in the pits on their bikes waiting for him to go out so they could follow him. They refused to leave until McPhee went out onto the track. It was just fucking stupid. He went out and did one lap, came back in and said to his mechanic, I don't want to fucking train behind me. You could actually hear him say fuck on the broadcast. Yeah, he did. Great. They ended up apologising for someone else swearing. Like, why do yeah. people even do that? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. You don't watch racing unless you you know people are going to swear. I think every time somebody does something stupid, they should give Johan Zarko a long lap penalty. <laughs> <laughs> Even if it's not him, right? He's like the kicking mule. Exactly, just like, oh, uh, you know, Bradley Smith just, you know, got in somebody's way. Okay, Johan Zarko, one lap penalty, <laughs> long lap penalty. But the, the funny part was... <laughs> he's got those long lap penalties down pat. We saw that. Smashes oh, my God, fantastic. It's, it's no use watching him racing because he's at the back, but I want to see him on that long lap penalty. <laughs> But the funny part was McPhee then went out and, and, and did a fast lap with everybody behind him, and then he just slowed down. They nearly ran into the back of him. It was great. And then he got in trouble for it. Another Liberace. Another Liberace. And then he, he got a long lap penalty too. Yes. There was a bunch of them in Moto3 though. Yeah, there was. Mm. Yes, a bunch of grapes. Anyway, well, then, then he went out and he followed Darren Binder around. Oh, at a time wasn't he fantastic to watch? In, in, yeah, in qualifying too. you <laughs> got to watch this guy. Yes. He's a great. I love him. And yeah, he is good. And, you know, I think Marquez, young Marquez, remembers some of his um, old bad habits from those days because he made no friends, you know, cruising on the racing line in Moto, in Moto GP. But he'd make Paul run into his brother, which was good. That I was fantastic. That. I love yes, that. He yeah, should, he should have excellent. actually gone up two grid spaces just for that. Well, the, <laughs> one of them was actually one of the asparagus brothers. I think it was the munted one, Was ended up running out and picking up Bits of broken motorcycle, so no one else could pick it up. <laughs> so no, it's top secret no, or some Alex shit. Marquez know. did that. He was like, oh, my God, I can't leave with this lying around. They're going to charge me for <laughs> it. Those marshals will pinch it and put it on the eBay's. <laughs> you remember back in Australia in, uh, I think it was, oh, my God, maybe 2014, 2013, when, when uh, Jorge Lorenzo, he had a oh, big finger in Australia. And he's like, oh, and he ripped his glove off, and he runs to the to the medical center. And, he's, and but he threw his glove and away. And they said, uh, your fingers are gone. And he said, oh, and where is where is your glove? And he says, I don't know. And they went look and asked all of the marshals, you seen his glove? You said, no, I haven't seen the glove. <laughs> and then they went, somebody, his fingers in the glove, and this bastard just unzip his overall and pull out the glove. <laughs> 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 and it's like, oh, shit. <laughs> and then I flew him to Melbourne. And sewed it back on. And sewed it back on. But, yes, <laughs> these things happen. So, uh, so we talk about racing? Yes. Let's go Moto racing. Moto 3 first. Moto 3. Oh, yes. Moto 3. You know what? We've, we've seen uh, Aragon is one of the few places where we, we have occasionally seen a breakaway win in Moto 3 where someone gets away at the start. I actually thought Fernandez was a, was a chance of doing it here. He had the, he had the speed. I yes. thought he might actually break away and just ride by himself all the way to the finish line, but it didn't, didn't quite happen that no, way. No, he didn't. 
No, the blind rhino is on the charge. He's going to come good in the, in the last part of this season. Yes, I think, yes, you know, but it's the wrong time. Mr. Binder is bringing it much more so than he's the, than the giraffe king, who's really doing shit in MotoGP. At the I would yeah. like to see him do another year in Moto Three and not go to Moto Two because I think next year he win this bastard. But yeah. it's time because the guy is like nine foot tall now, so it's time. <laughs> it's time to put on <laughs> the bigger boy pants. No, he's staying in Moto Three. No, he's not. No, he's staying in Moto3. Darren Binder? Yeah. No, he's going up. I thought he was staying in Moto3. He's not. He's changing not teams. No, he's, he's, going going up. Up. he's going into Petronas. We, I'm sure one of our South African friends will clarify okay. that for us. Okay, my, my mail is he's going up. Donovan, Donovan Furry, you need to send us a message on Facebook. He's going up to to uh, to Petronas in Moto2. Well, next uh, week one of us is going to have to apologise. Well, you know who's not going up is I'm an ogre. He. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> he had a bad day. Well, actually, salvaged he, it a little bit. He actually he, he recovered a bit at the end. You never get behind Uranus. That's what I say. Yeah. And he has. Never let Uranus be in front of you. He's given him a 13th point to start. Yeah, and he got lucky because Albert got mugged at the end and he, he finished seventh. It could I have think. been much worse, yes. Could have been much worse. Yes. If Albert had, have, uh, had a, a better last corner, it could have been different. But very tight. Very, very tight. I, th- I think after the next um, the next round at Aragon, we should predict who's going to win the Moto Three World Championship. Oh, fuck, I don't think we'll be able to. It's so close, but we're going to try. Everyone is so close. <laughs> All the championships are so close. Moto Two. Moto Two. Hey, your guy Jorge Navarro. He crashed after the first corner. Yeah, he nearly got run over. He, he did get run over. He got hit by a couple of other guys. There's nothing worse than falling in the middle of the track. That's what. That's the one spot you don't want to crash. And Luca Marini, he throw away his lead. Yes. Oh, that broke my heart a little bit because I'm I'm kind of a bit of a fan of Luca. I'm a, I'm a fan too, but I told you the beast is going to win this championship. Yeah, yeah. It's I've got to like it. I mean, Digi Antonio took the lead and threw it in the gravel yes, as well, and they then turned to Bezeki crashed out. Yeah, I had the money on the Bezeki. <laughs> you bastard! <laughs> and lows lows up the front again. Yes. Do you reckon yeah. it was Alex filling I in? No. I mean, how close is their championship? Seven points separates the top three in Moto2. Are you well, kidding? Yeah, Lowe's, Lowe's. Yes. Ooh, look out for Lowe's. And another big ride from Remy. Remy Gardner finished fifth on a track yes, where- Yes, well done. And especially on that track where that, that bike struggles in, in outright pace, to yes. do that with those big straights was was really it good. It was hard, wasn't it? And he, he uh, got caught by the couple of guys right behind him at the end and a big dive bomb move on the last corner again got him got him back up to fifth. So another great ride from Remy. Well done, Remy. So before we get into our MotoGP- Yes. We, we must let Tug speak to us at length about Velocity Vehicle Care, our other magnificent sponsor. Yeah, and do you, do you know the good part? So we've been talking to people about Velocity Vehicle Care and the, the, the bike spirits spray. Yes, yes, right? yes, yes. This stuff's great. But it's great. the big benefit is all the money that comes in from the sales of these products is going to Billy Van Erd to help him with his Red Bull Rookies campaign. And Billy, Billy came back this weekend. Yes. So he's been out with a broken leg. He broke his femur a little while ago. He came back and finished sixth and seventh in the two Red Bull Rookies Fantastic race. That's amazing. It's an, it's an incredible result. That's a great result. stuff. Because that's a that's, really competitive. That, that is so tight. The Red Bull Rookies Cup is so competitive. Absolutely. And it's the most really talented kids it. in the world. It is dead set the fastest kids anywhere in the world. And for Billy to pull off a sixth and a seventh riding with a, with a busted leg, that's that's incredible. So the Bike Spirits Spray. So this is imported by Velocicool. 
We always Velocical. Velocical vehicle car. Velocity vehicle care. Velocity. Yeah, there you go. I have a wog and I can say velocity vehicle care. I know. You don't, you don't very well. <laughs> anyway, so the deal is this, car, this stuff comes in a spray can and you just literally spray it on your bike, wipe it off, and you've cleaned and polished your bike in one go. You don't need yeah. water. You don't need anything, oh. right? It's 170 bucks a case, and that gets you 12 cans, right? Now, you can't ship individual cans. So you've got to buy a case. No, because because Taliban. Because of the Taliban, yes. yeah. So 100, <laughs> Australia Post won't ship individual spray oh. cans. 170 bucks, $25 shipping, so it's $195 for 12 cans. It's about 16 bucks a can or something, which is a bargain. No, just get your mates. Get your mates together. Three Do mates, 50 bucks a case. Have you not right? got friends, people? That's right. Now, to get some, you go. You call 1-300-990-990. 074. It's 1-300-990-074. Now, don't worry too much about writing that down because we'll put it on our Facebook page. Go and search for MotoPG on Facebook and you'll find all the information there. But there's something else we want you to do. Yes. So, all of you people who don't have mates or you don't want to get in and, and buy a full carton, that's okay. We understand that. But what we want you to do is try and get your local bike shop to sell it. Yes. So go into your bike shop. We're going to put something on Facebook that you can pull up on your phone. You can just show them a picture. Say, this is a product. I want to buy it from you guys. Can you please stock it? Yes. All right? And then tell them that if they stock it, we'll give them a plug on the podcast. Yes, we will tell everybody Free advertising. Yes. Free advertising for the bike Yes, shop, we right? will give them free advertising. Great deal. All they've got to do is get in touch with us or you get in touch with us and give us the name of the person at the bike shop and their number. We'll give them a call or we'll organise it all. And then we're going to send you a T-shirt for hooking it up. Yes. And then you can just go in and buy one can. Maybe we can can call them on air. We can. Oh, <laughs> that would be great. Yeah. Hello. Jesus, we're beautiful. We're like the Mother Teresa's of podcasting. Can you, can you imagine it? Ring, ring, Pre- ring, ring. Hello. This is ProCycles. This uh, is Vince speaking. Don't spoil it. <laughs> What's going on, Vince? How you doing, mate? Hey. Listen. Listen, we've been told you want to buy this stuff. Ah, oh, it'd be great. And why are you charging me so much for the service? That's right. <laughs> That's what I say to him. Uh, Hello, Vince. G'day, Vince. Great man, Vince. Anyway, so there you go. We want you to go to your local bike shop, show them on your phone the picture that we're going to put on Facebook. Say, oh, I want you to sell this stuff, and then we'll organise to get it to them, and then you can win a T-shirt. Everything's great. So there we go. Dugs, dugs, dugs. Yeah, what? Dugs. What? Stop. I'm stopping. I was about it's to stop. picture. It's picture. Pick. Oh, for fuck's sake. You keep saying picture. Picture. There's a C there. The bloke who throws the balls at the batter. You're taking English lessons from a Serbian? I know. Well, someone has to teach him. He's he's just... Picture. It it, it just eats me. It's like like termites on my soul. Listen, just get this. You won't believe this (laughs) stuff, guys, ladies and gentlemen. Go to Velocity Vehicle Care. This stuff is the best stuff. You awesome. love it. It's magic in the can. Okay, everybody, we cock a motor GP now. Yeah. Oh. oh no champions in the field. No. No. None. Since nineteen ninety-nine, there's not been a world champion the first time since nineteen ninety-nine. Yeah. Everybody make a race with that at the champion. And that's in the because field. Rossi's always been there. <laughs> that's, right. that's right. He's eternal. Yeah, yeah. Like Mount Everest. Well, we've we've had Rossi there all well, nineteen ninety nine. No, he wasn't in five hundreds in nineteen ninety nine. So seriously, guys, did you see the Suzuki's coming? Did you see this coming? Um, did anybody uh, see this coming? Not at Aragon. I, I, not at Aragon either. I did. I, I didn't think they'd do well at Aragon at all. I thought it would be Ducatis, but they clearly don't work in the cold. They work when it rains. But they and clearly, work. the Suzuki's work. 
all the fucking time. I expected them to come maybe 10 laps to go, five laps to go to yeah, come into it. I agree. But not straight away. No. Ridge got the best start of any bastard I've seen yeah. for a long time. It was great. I, Yeah, it was, um, man, they were good for the whole race. And, it, and unusually, I don't usually worry about Suzuki, you know, having issues with their tyres towards the end of a race. But this time I was concerned because they were they were going so hard, particularly Rins. He was going hard in the middle of the race. And I thought he might actually have some tyre issues today. And he did a little bit, but not not bad. Mate, he, he, he defended that lead like a, like a dog on a bone. Yeah, like, There was no way Marquez was – I was hoping – that young Marquez would, would be silly enough to have a crack at first well, he because tried. that would have ended in he, tears and Mir would have won. Right? On, on the last lap, he gave it a good crack, but he got a big, he did, big but, moment. But you see, you see his bike got oh, the shake yes. and that, that, that was like a slap in the face saying, stop it, stupid, right, because yeah. you're not going to end it, you're not going to finish. Did you see the footage of, of Mark Marquez watching? Yes. It, yeah. it was hilarious because you can watch him and you see when, when Alex obviously had that moment and, and Mark was horrified. And then he's going, just fucking slow down, slow down, finish second. <laughs> it was great. But Alex, to his credit, he obviously, at the same time, he's he's had that little that little shake of the head, and he's gone, okay, second will do. But how come he's 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 coming so good uh, right now? Why? Like, like I, I, I can't work it happened? out either. I think you know, I'm, uh, it, it nauseated me to hear Pooj be vindicated when you know Simon went yeah. and spoke to him after the race. And Pooj was, well, I always, I always knew he was going to be, he's great, you know, and he's going to do this and the bikes are fantastic and Can blah, I, blah, blah. Pooj, fuck off Pooj. Right? No, well, nobody's, nobody's, Honda never going to tell anybody what they're doing. But I will tell you this. This is what I think because I've seen it happen many times with the new rookie riders. A lot of the time they, they when they come in, they don't want them to kill themselves, and they, they pull their revs down. They pull everything down. The traction control up, and they pull everything down. And I think that's what they did. Yeah. They didn't have to do that in the wet in the last race. So they give him the package yeah. because he's on the, you know, he's on the, the, the wet tires. And he fucking did well. And I think what they've gone is, okay, I think he's got this now. Okay, we just give him, a, give him, the, give him more. And and I think they've given him the full package now, and so he's going freaking. I yeah, there's this. there's something else interesting going on here, and that is traditionally the Honda has always worked best with the hard front tire. Yes. So Mark generally will always choose the hard front tire. Yes, that's true. And because the the braking stability that that front tire gives them is what the Honda has always needed. Yes. And interestingly, now all of a sudden it is working at race pace on a soft, on a soft front. So then they've never really been able to do that before. And I think one of the interesting things is Cal is used to riding on the hard front. I mean, Cal, was, he, Cal went all right on the weekend too. But he qualified in third, so that, that was pretty spectacular. That, for yeah, that's yes. right. But they've always had pace on a soft tyre in qualifying, but they've never been able to do more than 10 laps on a soft tyre in a race. So they're used to running that harder front. This time, I mean, all the, all the compounds have changed for this year anyway, but I find it really interesting that they can get that that soft front tire to work for a race, and Knackers is getting the benefit of it too. The other thing that people haven't really taken into account, maybe, maybe this is where the difference is coming in, is the new Olin's rear shock. Alex has been using the new Olin's rear shock. So maybe maybe that's got something to do with it as well. Yes. There's a bunch of them using that. The Suzuki's have been using it all year, that new Olin's rear. And I think all three bikes that were on the on the uh, podium this week are all using the new Olin's rear shock. I think you will find next weekend 
there will be a bunch of other guys using it too. Wow. Okay. Who is that? Oh, well, who's calling? Boris, is that not for me. you? It was for me. I just <clears throat> hung up on whoever that was. <laughs> I'll call them back in a minute. <laughs> yeah, so interesting. It'll be interesting to see whether Jack and Dovey and some of these other guys pull out that, that new rear shock and, and run with it this weekend. So what happened to Fabio? Fabio. No, uh, oh, he qualified like, like he's got two badly bruised hips, you know, because that accident of his that he had in, I think it was FP3, that was a combination of a high side and a low side at the same time. <laughs> it's it fantastic. I don't know how he did it, yes. He lost the front end and then the back end kind of hooked up and just body slammed him into the ground and he hit hard. He was he was all stretched off, you know, and then off into to, um, Clinica Mobile and on a stretcher at uh, when, when they were doing the other races. And then he came out and he qualified fastest, which was, was you know, astonishing. It's I thought. ridiculous. It was amazing. Yeah. Bitch, bitch is going to be paying for that, right? Well, you know, I, I sat, sat at home with my wife and I says to him, him I says to him, <laughs> says to him. I says to him, I says to him, look at this. And, and, and she goes, and I said, get the back up and he starts riding again. And she goes, when he going to feel this one? Mm. And I said, maybe when he's 40, I think. <laughs> He will yeah. feel it when he's 40. Yeah, he does oh, yeah. very well. Oh, yeah. Um, so Fabio but, uh, said uh, Fabio used a medium front tyre. Yes. And uh, he reckoned that he had an issue with the tyre being over pressure. He reckons the, the pressure was going up in that in that tyre. Good on you, Boris. Boris is running a call centre, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> you got to yeah, so, do what you got to do. So he, he reckoned that, um, yeah, he, he had issues with the tyre the pressure going up too high in the front tyre. And what happens when, when the pressure goes up, it changes the shape of the front tyre and you, you lose grip in the front end. So, um, And it can be a problem with these tyres occasionally. Um, but, yeah, it's it's odd that he had that problem. But he, here's something interesting, and this is something that the riders uh, are not talking about publicly. Nobody is talking about this publicly. Yes. But there is a common view in the pit, in, in the paddock, that there is inconsistencies in these Michelin tyres. You can get good ones and you get bad That's ones. That's what we've said before. This, we uh, have. This we keep saying happened. fuck Michelin, right? Yeah. Now they, everyone else is saying it quietly under their breath as well. But they, yeah. the Michelin, they say, they bring now the one extra soft for the rest of the year. Yeah. They bring an extra soft and they're going to try to make it a hard tyre a little bit softer. I thought they'd already made them all. They're full of shit. No, I don't know what's going on. I thought yeah. they already made them all too. There's some weird shit going on. Hey, what was going on with Maverick at the end of the race, riding around holding a black flag? Was it, was, <laughs> what, the, what the fuck was that? He didn't even reach the podium. He, he stopped and grabbed a black flag off one of the marshals and rode around holding a black flag. Is there a message in that? Maybe. I think he's in mourning. Maybe, well, maybe. Maybe he's a pirate. Maybe it's a Black Lives Matter protest. Maybe I don't fucking know what he was doing. I don't know. It was weird. That was bizarre, wasn't it? I, yeah, it what, was odd. What's going on there? I don't know. We should maybe ring him. it's the blackness maybe, he sees when he closes his eyes. Maybe he know. was. Maybe he was cancelling himself. <laughs> 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 he gave we, himself the black flag. We should. We should ring him and ask. Hey, and Rins ran out of fuel on his warm down lap. <laughs> Talk about cutting it fine. Oh my goodness! Yes, cutting it very fine. And they he, measured that out to perfection. Didn't they, they did. Well, he was told to change fuel mapping at one point. Mm. That's right, they did. Too. Very, very yeah. early on in the race, actually, yes. it was early on. And so clearly, his engineers. I think what's happened is, I, and I actually think there's a chance. I need to check this, but I think when they told him to change fuel mappings, I reckon they were giving him uh, fueling that allowed him to create more power. I actually think they thought. 
okay, he's he's on he's on for this. Let's let's give him a bit more to play with, and we'll worry about fuel consumption later in the race. And it worked. Well, I tell you, let's look at the championship, shall we? Yes. Space Station, oh. one hundred and twenty-one points, and he's not even won a fucking race. <laughs> Unbelievable. He won one back in 2017. Yes, but that was in Moto3. Yeah, that was the last race. In Moto3. Yeah. Fabio is 115. It's six points behind him. Then the Maverick at 109. Dovi at 106. He can still do it, ladies and gentlemen. Absolutely. There's still, what, 100 points left to play for. Tak is going to need some serious Bushido magic to get up there from 92. Uh, Franco Morbidelli at 87, 85 is the Rins and Jack is the 82. I'd like to think that uh, they could get there as well on statistics, but I don't think so. No. No, it's really that top four now. Down to that top four. But I tell you the interesting thing is that uh, Marquez, this is my eat shit moment. (laughs) (laughs) Marquez, you won't believe this, Morris. I work it out. Marquez and the brother Binder in the Rookies Championship here, the 67 each. Yeah. I know. How Equal did that on the 67. And on How form. How did that even happen? Well, form, two second to, places. We were laughing the, at the bastard two weeks yeah. ago. <laughs> We've been laughing at him all season and now we're all eating shit. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Nah, right. I, no, but good on him. Good on him. And on oh, form. He, he may very well come out and win next week. Well, he could, you know, maybe we end up with another Jonathan Ray. Six wins he got the champion world the championship. Yeah, and he just I finished know. off another one. Either he's the greatest rider the world's ever seen or World Superbikes is a fucking joke. <laughs> one of the two. Of, I don't know which one. A little of column A, a little of column B. <laughs> hey, while we're talking about superbikes, yes. last week we mentioned Aussie Josh Brooks. The man the Poms love to the hate. The man the Poms love to hate. And guess what? They so hate him even more. They hate him even more. Not only that, not only has Josh wrapped up the British Superbike Championship, yes. but Jason O'Halloran, another Aussie who was sitting in fourth, he had a great weekend. He finished second. So the top two. Fantastic. Well done, Josh and Jason. Well done. So the the Poms are hating the shackle draggers at the moment. Uh, We'll have to get Brooksy on the phone and have the chat with him one day because he's a funny man. He is a funny man. I like this reverse racism thing. This is hilarious. Now we've we've had uh, we've had a couple of uh, couple of (laughs) couple of mentions from uh, messages from people who follow us on Facebook saying we need to start a petition to get Papa Marquez off the television. Now, no. yes, oh. it's, I can smell him from here. He's got disgusting pits. <laughs> oh, the See, pit stains. The pits. He's always oh, got pit stains. Horrible. Put he's, your arms he's, down. <laughs> he's the only comedy relief there. He's just like this freaky ass, crazy uncle that that smells bad and, and gimps around and shit. Ah, oh, come on! But at one point they did this. You know how on the left hand side of the screen where they got the list of riders where they're all coming, and then every now and then it'll break out and they'll put a little picture of one of the riders. At one point they had Rins was Rins was Rins was leading. So they had Rins at the top with a little picture of Alex Rins. Yes. And then second, where baby Marquez's name was, they opened up a little picture, but it wasn't a picture of baby Marquez. It was a live shot of Papa Marquez in the fucking pits going, ah! It's like, get the fucker off television. <laughs> Listen. If, with his puffer jacket. I, it was I, stupid. You you want to believe me, but when you see it, you believe me. You know when they put the default up, when they're in the lead, you know? Yeah. And if you look at the photo, when they're in the lead, the photo of the rider in the lid, he's a smiling. Yes. That's right. That's the right. The photo yeah. of the rider in the, if the, he falls to second, he's not smiling anymore. Different he's a, picture. He's a serious. 
It's so good. So I wonder when they do the pre-season photos. There's little things photos. you find out. They're very clever, the Donna Peoples. I love the Donna Peoples because the, the television production, you got to say, is fucking the best in the world. It is. It's, it's better than better anything Better than Formula else. One, better than... Better, better, yeah. better. The, the innovation is fantastic. And what made them think of that? So when, when, they, when they do the photographs at the start of the year, they get them in the studio, do they say, yes. now give us your winning smile, yes. now give us your losing <laughs> face? <laughs> Give us the face you have when when when, when, when Bradley you. Smith comes past you. <laughs> Give us the face you have when you're picking gravel out of your cooler. <laughs> Blokes, it's that time again. It is oh, that time. Hearts and minds must address. Now we have lots and lots and lots of really good hearts and minds ones this week. So we thought what we'd do, we're gonna read out four or five of them and put them in the podcast. And then we're gonna do a separate recording. Yes. For, for all of we're, our Patreon we're, we're getting people. together very soon, guys. Hang on, it's coming. Yeah. So, for, for those of you who aren't members of Patreon, if you go to the Patreon website, or you can just go to our website, motopg.co, and there you'll find a link to the Patreon page. You'll find a link to our merchandise store. You can go to Patreon, you join up, cost you a few bucks a month, and for the month of what month is it? October. Is it October? Yeah, it's October. Rest, yeah, yeah. rest of this month. Our Patreon pit crew members, there's a discount code on there. Go back through a couple of the posts. You'll find a discount code that will get you 20% off merchandise in the T-shirt shop. So you can go and do that. But it's also where you get to put your questions for hearts and minds and all that sort of stuff. And we, we put up some extra content and extra recordings and stuff like that. So we're going to do we'll, – we'll run through four or five of these, and then we might record the rest of them and stick them on Patreon. What do you reckon, guys? I think it's a good idea. Okay, let's do that. Let's do that. Can I, can I read the one first? Rod needs to play the music. Oh! Oh, play. Sorry, Rod, I put him out of a job. <laughs> we can't do it without the music. Come on, play that funky music. <laughs> Sorry, Rod. So, oh. I, uh, the one I found that I want to read is from... Uh, this. There was two guys uh, asking about uh, Alex Marquez, the turtle, and I think I covered that one, and the matter do I... Do I? Now that Alex Marquez is starting to show some speed on the Honda, do you guys think you continue with Honda for many years in Mark Mark's shadow or switch manufacturers at the first opportunity? Well, the first thing is, they must be feeling like a right bunch of assholes because they already got rid of him. They <laughs> already sacked him. And said they put him in the LCR Honda. So I don't mm. know, but you know, Boris, what do you think? Honda can always un unsack him very quickly and put him back on the HRC, especially if he wins a race or he, you know he he proves his form yeah. continues towards the end of the season. I think I think most of the manufacturers be worried that he tell his brother about uh, the opposition a bike. Look, he's gonna he's gonna be on a factory Honda anyway. He might be in the LCR team, but he's going to be on a full factory bike with, with full support. So they'll look after him. But I, I, it's an interesting question, though. Is he going to live in his brother's shadow, or would he go to Suzuki or KTM if they offered him a ride? I don't, I don't know Alex very well, but you know, you'd have to think you'd want to get out of your brother's shadow and go and race yeah, against him. Yeah, pretty much so. I mean, I'm, I'm sure. I mean, that, that, that's an enormous shadow to live your life in, you know, on Mark, Mark Marquez's brother. I mean, I think... Mark Marquez actually tweeted after his his things. I you know I'm Alex Marquez's brother. Too late, dickhead. You know too many world championships, right? Yeah. So yeah, I, I I think you're right. I think he's going to want to do something for himself, carve his own path. Here's one from Jay Fennick. Uh, so if Mark Marquez returns and is as dominant and consistent as he has been in previous years, uh, if the year continues with so many winners and form changing week to week. 
This will just allow Mark Marquez to get a greater lead in points than years gone by. Okay, so if every so if Mark Marquez was as dominant as he was before, and everyone else has just taken points off each other, Mark will will Mark win by a shitload more? Do you reckon? Do you guys reckon he would have just smashed them this year, or do you reckon everybody's lifted their game? Uh, I don't know. It's too, you can't say what if. Yeah, I know. You can't. You know, I, I want to see Mark come back so we can see against them. And I want him to come back at his best. Yes. Yeah, right. I don't want him coming back saying, I'm still a sore. I kind of feel nothing. I want him to come back mm. and uh, see, you know. Yeah, look, I, I agree. I, I mean, I don't think it, it – I mean, it's, it's a sport that lends itself very well to the what if thing. But it's not a sport of what ifs. You know, it can't be. Yeah, no. the only thing that sticks in my mind is that first race at Hareth when he when he cunted himself. <laughs> he, his outright speed that day was astonishing. After his first crash, when he just came back, he just, he just tore through that field. He was he was so much better than them. It just, just does make you wonder occasionally how he would have gone this year. I'm not, I'm not going to say he was would have smashed them, but geez, he, you know, if anyone was going to, it's him. Hey, hey, Paul Mooney, he's a, a longer time listener and a first time poster. Hello, Paul. Welcome. He found himself uh, cheering for the Gums Market. And so his question is should he be sanctioned under the Mental Health Act of Northern Ireland? <laughs> <laughs> Paul? Yes. It's, it's kind of hard not to cheer I would for the see underdog. A doctor and get the underdog. No, God, that's good. no, you can uh, cheer for the underdog. But not many people do. Uh, Billy, the Yamaha was best all weekend except the Sunday afternoon. The Ducati was away behind, yet yet three finished top ten. Can we realistically expect the Jack to win the next weekend? No. I don't think so. They have a bigger problem, Ducati. Yeah, they do. And, and we at, at the start of the year, we sort of penciled in Aragon as one of the places that Ducati was going to win. Yeah, yes. and, and Ducati would have done the same thing. Ducati, they would sit down and plan their year and say, okay, where are we going to win points? Where are we going to do well? Aragon, would, I say too, Aragon. Put, yeah, Aragon would, would have been one of those tracks. But they've actually lost their top speed advantage a little bit. So they, they only had five or six kilometres an hour on the Yamahas. And when you're doing 350, that's not fucking much. It's nah, fuck all but different. They not if they can so come well out of the corner quicker, yes. Sorry, they presented Barry? so well in qualifying. You know? Yeah, it did. It did. But it's Quattararo, Vinales, Morbidelli, they were all up the top there. And then yeah. bleh. Problem problem is the Ducatis can't get off the corners. They've still got a good top speed, but it takes them a while to get there. They would the Suzuki's were actually getting to their top speed earlier. They had no trouble keeping with the Ducatis, particularly if they're behind them and they can follow them. Doug Townley. Yes, well. Doug uh, Townley. Hello, Doug Townley. We might make this the last one. We run out of time. Yes, we're running out of time. It's fucking fabulous. That fabulous wasn't fabulous. So, so his question is... He's not what, a fabulous person. So his question is... Well, this is completely different. His question is, what the actual fuck is Brattle doing and why do they still want him to do it next year? He's German! I love how they, he has a... We a, love the Germans! A two-part question where the first part isn't a question and is irrelevant to the second part of the question. But anyway, well, Brattle's actually... He's a good test rider. He's a good, solid test rider and Honda like him and... He, I mean, there's no intention for him to be racing this year. That's he's, just, he's keeping Mark's bike warm. Yeah, that's all it is. <laughs> that's all he's they, doing. They've got to have the bike on the grid, so that's, that's what he's doing. But they, they do like him as a test rider. They'll keep him doing that. Hey, everybody, we go back to Aragon again this week for the Grand Prix of Toul. Of where? Toul. <laughs> I, will, I will look that up and research that <laughs> heavily. Okay. Heavily. I, I, heavily. Look, <laughs> I look forward to it. We'll be drinking heavily. <laughs> 
Uh, and those of you who are in the Patreon pick crew, sit tight because we're going to stick something up on Patreon for yes, you. With the rest, the rest of these questions, we'll get this done. Hey, listen, do do we think that there'll be a, it'll be completely different this race this weekend, or is it going to be the same? Do you know the funny part? I, I think it's interesting. Something something Dovey said was uh, he feels like they're starting from scratch. He feels like they... That's not good. No, it's not good. That's what, that was my point. He, he said he feels like they got so little information from Friday and Saturday because it was so cold. On Sunday, the temperature lifted a little bit. Track temperature still only got to about 35, which still isn't But this isn't could great. happen again. This could happen again. And it, they're getting closer to winter. It could be worse. But it, it, so I think Ducati would be praying for rain. That, that is their only hope. Yes. They, they need rain. It's not going to rain. They need rain for the rest of the year. That's the only way they can win a championship. Boris, what do you think? I think it'll be different. I think it'll be different again. It, it's just how it is. It's impossible to predict. I mean, it's just like you, you I'm gonna put them all in a hat, pull their names, pull their names out of a hat, and that's who. Cal Crutchlow may win. It, Jack Miller may very well win. Um, Takanakagami may win. We we just don't know. I, I don't think but the caddy can solve. My, heart, my, my heart's kind of telling me that. Mr. Marquez is going to try very hard this I think week. he will too. I tell you who needed work, the KTMs. They were nowhere all weekend, nowhere. Uh, KTM's got the same problem as Ducati. They, they cannot survive yes. on these soft tyres. That's right. They, they just can't do it. And they, they on the weekend, they couldn't get the medium to work either. And, you know, Ducati didn't want to be using that medium tyre. That You know, they didn't want to do it and they were forced to do it because they knew they couldn't get through the race on a soft and they're going to be faced with the same problem this week. Well, let's see if we, we can so get... we've come full circle to fuck Michelin again. Pretty much, yeah. Well, let's... Ho- <laughs> I, I'd like to see a ninth winner. Ninth winner. Ninth I reckon... Ninth winner. We haven't had that since 2016. I think this is the weekend where Mir's going to win. I think Mir's going to step it up. Yes. Here's, here's an interesting one. One of our Facebook followers pointed out to us, the last person to win... A, a, well, it wasn't even MotoGP, but the last person to win a Grand Prix title without winning a race, Emilio Alzamora. I right. don't want to even mention his name. No, I know. <laughs> and some our, our, our Australian our Australian listeners might remember Andrew Pitt. Yes, I remember Pitty. Pitty? I like him. He's a great guy. He won the Super Sport the title two times. That's right. And one of the times he won the Super Sport title, Super Sport 600 title, Andrew Pitt. didn't win a race. Oh. Yeah, he's won a title without winning a race too. And he, after, did, he did, he did. But after all that happened, they brought in a rule that yes. you couldn't win a title if you hadn't won a race. That's stupid. I know. Well, one of our Facebook followers reminded me of that, and it did happen. But I don't know whether they repealed that rule or whether everybody just forgot it's there, <laughs> which I think would be hilarious. So imagine oh, imagine when you get to the end of the year, they go to me, here's your trophy, and then someone says, Suck balls! I protest. <laughs> he didn't win a race. <laughs> oh, let's look that one up for yeah, next we'll week. Have to check. Thank- I yes, I think we should, yes. I don't know where we'd find it. but <laughs> no, Well, I can ask. I can ask people. We'll ask Mr. Goddard. Boris from the Hunters of the Valley, we thank you. My absolute pleasure. It was lovely to see you, blokes, even at such a electronic remove. But um, I should be back in the studio next week with a bit of luck. Well, bye, well, bye well, Wog. Well, <laughs> <laughs> see you, Shackle Dragger. <laughs> we love you all, everybody. we see you next week. we got a lot to get through. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.